Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Alright, if we keep if we keep on the path that we're on right now, we will be ending exactly on the week that we we were supposed to. So Haha. Birthday week. Birthday week. And I've already skipped the twenty second of March, so Oh, okay, good. Technically it's not your birthday week, it's the week after your birthday. Yeah, that's fine though. Close enough. Yeah, the week of week of your birthday is going to be the season wrap. Yeah. And then the big boy. And then the big boy. The big boy. The big three boys. Big brotherly love. I don't know, man. <laughs> I just... I, for the life of me, cannot understand beyond the fact that it was the Lawrence Brothers why they made a sequel to Horse Sense. Yeah, especially when they just, they went back and just, they no. didn't have Michael continue his, like, character. Like, he just went back to his old ways. Like, yeah, he no, learned a little same something, but before. he's back to his same. Selfish, yeah. No, it's. Uptight, and, rich and self. And Joe, not Joe. Uh, Tommy gosh, is nothing. So Tommy has no character except being a damsel in distress. And, like, I get that this whole yeah. movie would. I know. (laughs) It makes sense that it would be more about Matthew Lawrence's character since he's the new character, but he's, he's like still barely the most important. It's still Joey Lawrence and his whole problems, despite the fact that that man was like 25 years old when this movie came out. Like, it's just, I don't know, who, what age group was this yeah. for? There's just, there's, there's the whole, I'll read the blurb in a second, but like this yeah. whole pirate subplot, A slash B plot is just, was like it, offensively bad. And it was just like, they weren't even pirates. They were just yeah, petty um, thieves on the sea. Thieves. And you said this while we were watching it, but they could have made this movie yeah. just about getting stranded on a deserted island and trying to get no. off of it. They didn't need the pirate plot. Not even slightly. At all. It could have been something happened with the ship. They got stranded on an island. They had to learn how to work together to build a new ship or rebuild the ship or do something and get off the island and go seek help. But no, they had to add this dr- super over dramatic, not even funny, not anything quote-unquote pirate subplot yeah they weren't even that dangerous no. apparently because they were chasing around with a gun and not even shooting it <laughs> it's like what? it was so bad i have this gun i'm chasing you down but i'm not going to shoot you till you're too far out of range <sighs> which obviously it's a disney movie they're not going to be just shooting people but yeah they could have done without yeah. it uh, so silly so dumb bring back the big boys well thanks everyone for uh, not jumping ship after the last episode <laughs> Uh, or any of the previous hundred and something episodes, so if you have episodes. listened to any or all of them. Imagine someone just jumps in randomly for this one episode and didn't listen to any of the they previous They love ones. the Lawrence brothers, but they won't watch Horse sequ- Sense because it doesn't have enough Matthew. Arguably yeah. so, the best welcome. brother. <laughs> welcome, brother fans. Welcome, welcome, brother fans. Brother fans. Brother. <laughs> I would say brotherly love fans. Oh, Lawrence brother fans. They should have a, a name, the 
the brotherly lovers. I don't know. I don't know. What I... do you call yourselves if you're just tuning yeah. in for this one? Yeah, if you are just here because you love the Lawrence brothers, what is your fandom called? <laughs> we need to know. We need to know for scientific reasons. Okay, so the blurb for Jumping Ship is it's TVG, it's 2001, hour 32, it's coming of age and action adventure. No more drama here. <laughs> oh, no, no drama. No drama at all. So Michael has big plans to show his country cousin a good time aboard a luxury yacht, only to discover that the yacht he's chartered is actually a dilapidated fishing boat. When modern day pi- modern day pirates my butt. When modern day pirates give chase, the boys and the captain are forced to jump ship. Leave whoa, they did it, they said it. Leaving them stranded on an island. <laughs> Can they work together to get home? No. No, no, they can't. Point, points for putting the name of the movie in the blurb, though. Yeah, points for that. It's not the worst blurb. It's actually a pretty good blurb, uh, yeah. all things considered. Uh, I don't like the phrase country cousin or modern no, day pirates. Um, but the uh, the thing about them working together is that they never actually work in like a cohesive threesome, which is a weird phrase to use when talking about brothers. But well, they really played into it in this movie, though. Did, I'll tell though. you what. We'll get into the, that later. You see, you see, in the beginning, you see Tommy and Michael working together, and then you see Tommy and Jack, who's Matthew Lawrence's character, working together. And then in, later, you see uh, Michael and Jack work together. Jake, his name's not Jack, his name is Jake. Um, Jake, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I kept, I kept thinking his name was Jack this entire time. His name was Jake. Um, so, I was just going with it because the book I'm reading has a main character named Jack. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. No, it's Jake. It, I'm, I'm, I'm 99% sure it's Jake. So, yeah, then Michael Jake, and Jake yeah. have to work together, like, in the, you know, climax of the movie. But they never actually feel like they're working as a whole. <laughs> no, they don't. Until the end when they're all, like, embracing each other. And it's just like, wait. <laughs> and we bought, we bought the boat that kidnapped us. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. You want to read the little blurb? Yeah, little blurb. Modern day pirates leave two cousins stranded on an island. That's They don't bad. even say anything about Jake. That's terrible. Yeah. That one's way Not worse. Not a good blurb. Oh. Okay. So for people who don't remember what happened in Horror Sense or didn't listen to our episode and deeply hate us, whatever, it's fine. Um, no, it's... it's I, we don't care. Um, so... <laughs> The movie Horse Sense starred only of the Lawrence brothers, Andy and Joey. Andrew and Joey, sorry. Um, and Matthew has one little spot where he's this I'm he, queer cowboy. He's queer. He sees Joey Lawrence, checks him out, it happens. Yep. Um, anyway. Uh <laughs> in that movie, the whole crux of the movie is Tommy, played by Andrew Lawrence, the younger one, teaching Michael how to embrace you know the country and you know the the you know less materialistic way of living and how to be less selfish and in turn you know Michael teaches Tommy some confidence and you know how to you know how to think of things outside himself all of that is forgotten in jumping it's so shit. sad because we really like the way that they built that relationship in the first one yeah that movie was fine yeah. Uh, then you meet, you re-meet, I should say, Tommy, who is on his farm, and you see his mom, and you, re- you you learn that his mom is starting to date again, and of course, Tommy's like, oh no, a new man in my life, this oh, is no, the worst. Oh no, almost, almost dad. Yeah. And 
there's i mean there was definitely like you know in 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 the first movie in horse sense tommy definitely had some hang-ups about his dad who had died a few years prior so it's like it's not super surprising that he would be feeling this way but it was also kind of like a oh he's kind of regressed again okay whatever but then even more egregiously you're reintroduced to michael sitting on a floaty in his dad's beverly hills pool at his parents Mm -hmm. house and you learn that Mm -hmm. michael has graduated college and is supposed to be his has promised his dad that he will find a job by the end of the summer but he hasn't done that because he can't decide he doesn't really want to be a lawyer and that's really important for the end of the movie where Mm -hmm. he says he doesn't really want to be a lawyer um so then you learn that michael has chartered a boat what he thinks is a yacht to take him and tommy deep sea fishing uh in australia yeah, but somehow Hawaii also plays a part, even though I he's, don't know. I don't know how that tied in. No, to it was really line. confusing. He's got some girlfriend named Roxanne, Roxanne, and he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna." His dad was like, "Why is there an extra four thousand dollars added to this trip?" And uh, uh, Michael was like, "Oh, well, we're gonna stop off in Hawaii and pick up Roxanne because it's on the way, right?" But then later in the movie, he, he's like talking to Roxanne on his satellite phone, and he's like. Oh, you can't meet us in Hawaii, in Australia, you know, it's not what you think. The boat is different or whatever. And it's like, when was she meeting you in Australia? I thought that yeah. she were going to Hawaii and that's where the extra $4,000 came from. Very confusing. Super confusing. I am taking a drink of butter. So, it's also just really sad that they went, we talked about this while we were watching it, but they flew all the way to Australia and then just went right onto the boat. They didn't explore any part of Sydney, go to Australia at all. They just like went off. But that's like deserted... par for but the I course guess, for yeah, They wanted to fish. They wanted to go to the deserted island. But it's just like, come on, give us some of the city life first. Well, I don't think they were actually in Australia. No, be, I mean I, I don't, don't think, think so. Either, I mean but... I haven't looked. I haven't looked if they shot in Australia or not. No, I... I think they. I think they just showed clips of Sydney, and then. Uh, showed them getting onto this boat yeah also like i do think that it would be par for the course for michael to go somewhere very cool and go well i'm gonna go somewhere else bye and not actually look yeah jumping and then you know it was just gonna take a few days to get to to hawaii yeah it was just a couple days extra we'll just be on this boat for a few days let's see if i can find someone's review for this movie on imdb is called yuppie for ransom did you know that Joey Lawrence, Matthew Lawrence, and Andrew Lawrence are all brothers? No way. I thought two That's of them why were I cousins thought his name and was... the other was a stranger. Right. That's why I thought his name was Jack. In this movie, he plays Jake Hunter. But in Boy Meets World, his character is Jack Hunter. I was right. I was uh, like, I'm almost positive oh, his character is Jack Hunter in Boy Meets World. Both last named Hunter? Yep. That's so weird. I'm sure that was on purpose. I'm sure too, but <laughs> it's funny actually. Matthew Lawrence swam and searched for lizards between takes. Oh no, it was shot on location in Australia. Hmm. Because there were local surfers, surfers on the beach that they were filming at, the crew had to sweep away footprints to make it look like a deserted island. <laughs> um, well, that's stupid then. But also, I don't know exactly how filming tax works. I don't know if you have to, if you show that you're in Australia if it costs more money. I would think not. I have no idea. But, but anyway. It's adorable that he swam for 
looking for lizards in Matthew Lawrence is arguably the best Lawrence brother. <laughs> so Come adorable. at me, the other two. I have a least favorite, and I'm not going to say who it is. But if anyone <laughs> can figure it out, it's probably not subtle. I find these, yeah. they're all fine. I know these are human people. I just, I'm just, I'm just riffing. They're all perfectly fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Unless they're toxic people. I don't know. Um, but Michael is by far the best one. Michael? Oh my gosh, not Michael. <laughs> Matthew. No, I'm messing up names that start with the so same many letter. Oh my too. gosh. Matthew, so people who don't know, Matthew is the one who, he's the middle one. He's the one who was in Boy Meets World and Mrs. Doubtfire. And he's got that very kind of like Peter Pan-esque face. He where does, it's like yeah. that kind of like, this is such a mean word. It sounds so mean, but it's like a very impish face. That's like an actual mm-hmm. like term. It means that he's just kind of like, a, it looks a little mischievous, but like a little boyish. And it's just like, it's just... I just like I like Matthew Lawrence. I think he's great in Mrs. Doubtfire. I think he's great in Boy Meets World. I really like Matthew Lawrence. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, okay, so they get to Australia, and Michael gets pickpocketed by one of the so-called pirates, which is a lady and two boys, um, because reasons, and then they go to the dock and. They get on this really ritzy yacht because that's what Michael thinks that he's he's booked. And it turns out that Tiffany, the book, boat that he's booked, is actually a really dilapidated, uh, dilapidated. I always say dilapidated. I don't know why. Dilapidated uh, fishing boat. I feel like I always say dilapidated, too. Right? I don't know why. That uh, should be the right way. But I, if you think about it, it, like, it's too dated. It's been dilapidated. Um. Anyway, and that's where they meet uh, Jay Hunter, played by Matthew Lawrence who has inherited this boat from his dad who you later learn has died and is kind of, is it's a kind of tender moment between him and and Tommy where they both talk about how, about their dads and they miss them and all this stuff but Jake's dad has definitely caused him a lot more headaches than Tommy's mm-hmm. dad because he left him this boat that he doesn't want to deal with he also left him these like random gold coins that is like this really weird part of the movie that they that's how they coerce the pirates to like I don't know. Anyway, it's really confusing. So they go on yeah. the boat. Uh, you learn that Michael has a satellite phone. He gives it to Tommy to, for safekeeping. Tommy loses it over uh, over the boat when he gets a big fish. Uh, then the pirates catch up to them because they've seen that uh, Michael has a Beverly Hills address and a platinum credit card, so he must be loaded, so he's totally worth spending days and days searching a deserted island to look for. They don't know he's going to be on a deserted island, but anyway. So... Michael and Tommy, like, jump ship, haha, and go to this deserted island, and they, they, they don't know what to do, but they jump in, uh, they jump, they bump into Jake, who has gotten their stuff off the boat, but sunk the boat? Yeah. I don't know. All the stuff just magically floated, and he managed to get it to shore? I totally missed how that happened, but it was so glossed over that I was like, what? Um, (laughs) and then there's a, the, the, the middle act of this movie is watching them survive on this island fighting off emus which is ri- a truly ridiculous scene um and oh, don't forget that they have um crocodiles and a cro- in the ocean. ocean is that a thing i didn't look that up but yeah but i feel like it's not a thing but ocean maybe crocodile wrong. but they also managed to, to get lobster pretty easily okay this not salt- too far off the shore yeah, the lobster thing is the one where I'm like, yeah, so they talk about how they have lobster. And I'm like, okay, to catch a lobster, you need to have a lobster trap for the bottom of the sea because they're bottom feeders. And, yeah. like, a lobster trap is what the Krusty Krab was based around. Like, that's if you look up a, a lobster trap, that's what it looks like. 
And then there's a scene where you see the three of them like swimming underwater and they've got like lobsters in their hand and then they swim <laughs> above the above the surface of the water in this little cave and they're like lobsters. Like what kind of magical deserted island is this? Okay. So the saltwater crocodile is one of the oldest living animals, evolutionarily speaking, and the largest reptile alive today. I'm just trying Ooh, to see where they does live. It live the by sal- Australia. Ba, 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 ba. That's terrifying, actually. Imagine swimming in the ocean and you find a crocodile. The saltwater crocodile can live in saltwater, brackish, or even freshwater habits. Saltwater co- crocodiles are well suited for saltwater and brackish environments thanks to their lingual salt glands. Uh. On the island of Timor-Leste, that's probably not how you pronounce that, or Leste, in southeast southeastern Asia, saltwater crocodiles are even considered sacred. Hmm. Okay, but where are they? Let me look it up. Because I just want... Okay, so... Uh, oops, shoot. Let's do saltwater crocodile. Where are saltwater crocodiles found? Northern Australia. Where is... Oh. Where is Sydney? <laughs> Sydney is. I thought it was more farther south. Australia. Maybe I'm thinking it wrong. I don't. Know. <laughs> Let me look at this. Yeah, I was right. It's southeast. This I is say, all. I, I'm a pretty lie. sure. I was pretty sure Sydney was south because uh, my friend Kirsten lived in Australia right. and she lived in Perth, which I think is the other side of the it country. Is, yeah. The, yeah. So if it was Perth, then that's by the Timor Sea, so that would make more sense. But they definitely showed the Sydney Opera House, so yes, I assumed that unless they were boat in trip, Sydney. Unless they took a really long boat trip to this deserted island in the north, but there's no way they had time for that. No. Just saying. No so way. So these crocodiles wouldn't have worked. No. So anyway, it was dumb, and it was this really long scene of like, the crocodile, move <laughs> away, the crocodile! And it was just like, okay... Because at that point, it's like the Tommy and, and Jake uh, partnership, and Michael has been chased by an emu, and now he's back, and he found them, and he's like, there's a crocodile! And then that's how he and Jake bond, because he and Jake didn't get along. So mm-hmm. he and now Jake's like, thanks for saving us from that crocodile, man! <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's the middle act, is them surviving on this deserted island. Um. And then the, the modern-day pirates come back, and... um. Then there's this whole ridiculous, like, cat and mouse type thing where they all try and get away from the pirates. And then uh, Michael and Jake have to, like, leave Tommy, who gets captured. And then they evade them by going back into that, we got the lobsters, hidden cave. Yeah. Um, yeah. And luring with the gold, the gold coins. coins. Yeah. We have more gold coins. Yeah. And then somehow they get the pirate's boat and then they escape and then they get back to Australia and um Michael Michael's parents and Tommy's mom are there and Michael's Michael's parents are like oh we're so glad you're safe we were blah, 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 blah. and then and then um Tommy's mom you learn that so in the beginning of the movie um Mark her boyfriend, Tommy's almost almost dad, is yeah, uh, Montana Mark. Yeah, Montana Mark. That's right. Uh, <laughs> he he gives Tommy this frame. That's this frame that he made with a picture of Tommy and his dad inside, which is really sweet. And Tommy loses it because he was on a deserted island. And, and well, he didn't take the the gift with him, so I'm guessing his mom put it in his 
Well, bag. we don't know that. We don't know. Here's what happened. Unless, they, we, unless we missed it. But no, it's not his fault. No, no, he lost no, no. it because he left it behind. They didn't, we didn't miss anything because they on the shot where he and his mom were like walking away on the farm, the camera pans back That's right. to the present on a hay bale. But he never right, says, like, like I didn't that? pack this. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. So, uh... So when Tommy meets his mom again, he's like, Mom, can you tell Mark to make me another frame? I lost mine. And she's like, of course, sweetie. And that's very sweet, whatever. And then they all go to breakfast. Um, and they're like, well, first of all, they're like, here's our friend Jake. He doesn't have anybody. Can he come spend time with us? <laughs> well, yeah, because they show Tommy reuniting with his mom and then Michael reuniting with his dad. And then they just show Jake by himself, like kind of sad. So like, why don't you come to breakfast with us? Yeah, and then at breakfast, Michael, Michael's like, well, we were getting reward money, but instead I asked if we could have this boat that the pirates had, and then we can start a charter company, and it will be all three of us working together, yeah, owning a charter who... company, despite the fact that Jake had said, I don't want to work in a boat on a charter company anymore. Yeah. And guess who's going to be stuck with this boat in Australia while the other two go back to California and Montana, yeah, because, likely. because Michael was like, I'm not going to stay in Australia. I'm going to go work as a file clerk for my yeah. dad so I can There's become a lawyer. Why? <laughs> and both of us were like, excuse us? What? He doesn't say why he wants to be a lawyer. It's not like he's like, well, I learned that, you know, I want to be a lawyer because I want to be able to protect people from identity theft or something. Like, it's he's just like, well, daddy, on the island, I decided that I really do need more money. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't like. So Jake is stuck with this boat he doesn't really want. And then Michael is stuck with this job that he said he didn't want in the first place. But he apparently does now. And then Tommy is 13, so he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's got a he's got a dad. Yeah, he's got a new dad. He, he, he's he's dad. living the best life for sure. Yeah. Well, he does. There is a very salty part where Tommy talks about uh, what happened with their farm in the first movie, where Jake's like, you know, something about the f- owning your own land, and he's like, "Oh, we don't own it. We just run it." Yeah. <laughs> it was very. He was like, he was not happy about it, and he's like, <laughs> "I mean, yeah, it's uh it's tough, yeah. but." Whatever, I think he man. was also like, I'm 13. I don't run anything because yeah. I'm not old enough. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's Jumping Ship. It's a freaking mess. Yes. It felt, I like, do wanna... it felt like horse sense fan fiction. It felt like someone was like, you know who wasn't really in the first movie? Matthew. And you know, let's have do... him and the two others take off their shirts oh, and yeah. do these slow motion montage scenes. They were shirtless get... so much. I get you're on a deserted island. Maybe it's warm. You don't want to get your few clothes you have wet. But the way that they filmed it was kind of It was odd. creepy. It was yeah. really creepy. And the other thing is that like Joey Lawrence in 2001 was absurdly ripped. Like if you think yeah. about it now standards, he's not as ripped as like Chris Evans was for Captain America because that's an unreal expectation. But if you look back at, like, Tobey Maguire in the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies, like, he's not that ripped. He's, like, a really lean, muscular. Joey Lawrence was way more towards the spectrum 
of Chris Evans in Captain America in 2001, which was Mm -hmm. not common. And it's like, I just kept looking at him and just being like, you are so tan, you are so overly muscular, and you are shirtless so much. What is Disney trying to do? And also, I'm pretty sure he was also an executive producer or producer for this movie as well. I'm sure so he was, So this yeah. was probably a stipulation in his contract. I almost said his will. A stipulation <laughs> okay. in, his, in his contract <laughs> that he had to uh, be shirtless at least uh, 40% of the time. Yeah. Between that and the oddly creepy scenes between the modern day pirates with Tommy when they would like grab his face or grab his chin and talk this to him really close. This movie was so homoerotic. Yeah. I mean, the first movie so was pretty homoerotic, but this one was even more so. Like, yeah, yeah like you're uh, saying, there was one point where one of the pirates like grabbed his chin and like twisted it up towards him and it looked like they were going to kiss, but he was just like speaking yeah. his face. And then the another pirate was like got really close to him and was like nose to nose. And I was like, this is uncomfortable because it's yeah. homoerotic and like He's a minor. It's yeah. odd. Yeah, we don't like that. No, it was it was um like I said, movie was a mess. <laughs> yeah. Um I do kind of want to start with the moral because I wrote down something that we had talked about and I think it plays into what we discussed about how two, the two older boys didn't end up doing or they ended up doing or having what they didn't really want according to what they said at the beginning. Yeah. And what I wrote down is find something that makes your life mm. have meaning. But in the end, Michael well, That's not necessarily a positive a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Jake ends up with this boat and part of me is like, is this what you think is gonna give your life meaning? Did you change your mind about things that you had said in the the beginning of the movie? I I don't know, man. Give us closure on that. That's definitely the moral, though, because they say it a lot, or maybe not Mm -hmm. that exact phrasing, but they they talk about like finding what makes you like feel like life worth living, and like what do you miss on 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 mainland, and like all that stuff. So Mm -hmm. I think that's definitely what it is. There's also you know setting your ego aside and. Yeah. You know, take the leap, take the leap, take the like, leap. Uh, Sometimes it, like it's Michael okay to does jump at the end where he jumps off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's also like let change isn't always a bad thing. You know, let let new people into your life so they can steal your wallet. Um, <laughs> there's also like letting go is hard and that's OK. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Is there other ones? <laughs> I feel like that's most of them. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Oh my gosh, probably. <laughs> the ship is only as good as its captain. And this captain that's actually sunk I. Ship. I am gonna add that one because there was a whole fight over who was the captain of the island. Was it was oh, it Michael true. or was it Jake? That was yes. so weird. It's and Jake Tommy, was, after all, Jake was just like, "I am the captain. I was the captain of the ship, and he was the one that was making the better decisions." But Mike was like, mm-hmm. "I'm the oldest. Neener, neener, neener." And then Tommy's like, "And I'm here." Yep. <laughs> I don't think Tommy wasn't actually the captain. They just decided that Tommy, because he was the youngest and they had to protect him, despite the fact that he did nothing, they were like, Tommy was the real captain all along. And it's like, mm-hmm. Tommy did nothing. Tommy made he's no the decisions. Of, he's the captain of uh, the buffer between you two until you sorted out your differences. <laughs> Chimney Christmas. Um, yeah, the movie didn't do a great job with its moral. No. All right. What do I want to look, compare this one to? I don't know, man. I don't know. People keep adding me on LinkedIn, and I'm like, I don't know you. 
I've never used LinkedIn. I don't know how it I works. I have to. It's a social media site for jobs. And the gaming industry uses it a bit. Yeah. But I don't, like, I don't have that many connections. And also, like, I don't, I'm getting more requests now that I don't work at my old company. It's really weird. That is weird. Let's see. You have to do you know your what? duty with Tiger Cruise. What were you thinking? I don't know. I'm I'm looking at the Cheetah Girls movies, and it's kind of giving me vibes to, like, they had the moral in the first one, and then they, like, had their... They kind of took things back when it got to the second one, where they started having their same issues again. But I don't know if I can... I don't think that's the that. same... I don't think that's the no. problem with this moral, though, because it's not... The problem with this moral isn't that it's this... It's it's similar to the last one. Yeah. That's my only... That's my only thing there. Um, I mean, Stepsister from Planet Weird, change is not always bad, but we have that way higher than I want to get this. Except your family for all their flaws. Proud family. No. Um... Despite our, yeah, despite our differences, we're stronger together, but that's not what this movie did. Uh, Donnie Capahala back on board. Find your people and you'll find where you belong. Oh, Wendy Wu has a similar one, but way higher ranking, which is embrace what you've been missing and you might find yourself along the way. Oh, yeah, that's pretty close. But I have that as an, at an 8.25, and you have yeah, it at an 8.5, so... That's much higher than what this movie yeah. deserves. Motocrosses don't give up on your dreams no matter what anyone thinks, which isn't the same either, but that's closer to the range I want it to be in. Yeah. <laughs> Except your destiny. Your destiny is to be a lawyer. Yeah, the motocross one. I have it a four. Brink, it's not what you do, it's who you are. But I don't think this is a two. Invisible sister, you never know what you can accomplish when you open up a bit. Don't close yourself off. I have that at a three, five. You have that at a four. Hmm, okay. I'm feeling, that's where I'm feeling the best right now is a three, five. Yeah. I was thinking, like, upper twos to somewhere in the three range. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, as a jumping off point, I should say. Let me see what I have. Invisible Sister, I have a three. Freaky Friday, I have a two, two, five for Walk a Mile in Someone Else's Shoes. Yeah. There we go. This is what I was trying to look for, which was Kim Possible 2019, which is just because I'm not the best doesn't mean I'm not me, which isn't the same, but I have that as a three, which is incredible. But I remember that one is also kind of those ones where it like double back, doubles back on itself, where it's mm, like, this right. is a, not a bad moral, but you also kind of shy yourself in the foot a little bit where you ended up. So yeah. I'm fine giving this the same as Kim Possible at a three. Yeah. I think I'm going to put it just under that at a 2.75. That makes sense. Just because they did it. They did it with Michael and they did it with Jake. It's a double whammy. <laughs> it's going down to a 2.75. I just okay. hate that Ron in the movie, the Kim Possible movie, so much that I just... I just... He's just, he's just so bad. Mm 
Um, test of time. The satellite phone is not great, but besides that, it's not. It's, the, it's not super dated again. Like yeah, it's some music. It's the same as the first one. The mu- This is more dated than the first one somehow, in my opinion. I think part of it is that music that they the music used. was really egregious, and the montage stuff that they did, and the montage, and just the idea of quote unquote pirates. So yeah, modern day pirates. Yeah, no, this one's more like a the, the six or like, something. Yeah, I was gonna say to like five point seven five or six. Yeah, gotta kick them up. I have it a five point seven five not too long ago. Hey, Cheetah Girls Two is a five seven five. <laughs> Because the first one I gave like a seven or something because I gave it the same as Buffalo Dreams. I can't remember what I give, gave the first one. I should probably know that so I can make sure to give this one. Genius is a five five. And that pre- feels pretty similar to me for some reason. I don't know why, just, like, the vibes of this movie and that movie. There's a little bit of that movie that's the flying. That's oh, really yeah. bad, though. <laughs> Let me see what else I have around that range. Even Oh, Even Stevens, I have it a 5.75. I want to give this exactly the same as I gave Even Stevens. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I was thinking when I was watching it, and then I was, like, for test of time, and then I completely forgot about it until I saw the Even Stevens yeah, movie. You're- yeah, that's true, because it's the same, like, Desert island. and island! Yeah, yeah. When do I have that one? But I... the even Stevens movie, as a movie, I think holds up a little bit better. But yeah. because of some oh. of its kind of Disney Channel 2000-whatever feelings, bumps yes. it down. But this one is just yeah. the music and some of the mentality. Yeah. Even Stevens movie, I have it a six, and I was... I was also thinking a five seven five for this one, which is just below even Stevens, and that's that's fine. That's so fine. I'll I think the same I, level as you. Five point seven five is yeah, good. I think even Stevens movies hold up a tiny bit better, but yeah, I'll deal with that when we get to the final wrap. Because you know what the even Stevens movie didn't have is weird, awkward close ups and so weird, weird pedophile things. I don't like it. Oh, I might drop it down more. I know. Now I'm thinking about that. I'm like, maybe I should do a 5.5. I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> just yeah. for that. I'm going to do a 5.25 because I just saw a smart house. And I was like... Wait, what do we... Five, I have it at a 5.25. You have that at a 5.75. Okay. Perfect. I'm still... I don't know. It's fine. I want to do a 5.25. When, when we do our whole wrap-up thing, we can... <sighs> Motocross is also at a 5.5. Five. I have so many 5.5s five and 5.25s. I'm just going to... I'm going to put it at a 5.35 right now. Yeah, and just I'll keep it at a 5.5. Five. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> this movie uh... was, like, just so close to being an F. I know. I really I really thought at some moments that it was going to get there. I did, too. The it, emu it thing? Quite... I was like, all right, it's on its way. But the whole pirates thing, if it didn't have the pirates thing, it was either going to be, like, it had the potential to be either very, very good or an F. And... Yeah. With Johnny Capahala back on board, there was definitely a feeling after... Like, it wasn't like when we, we were watching Minimum, we were like, this is terrible, yay! When we were watching yeah. Johnny Capahala back on board, it was like, oh, maybe. This it was like a, oh, I don't think I can, but no. I really <laughs> like, want try- to. <laughs> we're trying to convince ourselves it is, but it's not going to happen. But yeah, I feel like if you have to like, convince yourself, it's not an F. But what's, so. but what's hard is I have no idea where to put this movie. 
No. All I know is I want to put it below the first one, and I had that one at a B minus, so this is a C range for me somewhere. Uh, I have to look at what... It's it's unfortunately better than Read It and Weep, which I have at a D plus. Yeah, it is. Oh, Tiger Cruise, that's another boat movie. Yeah. But how does it compare? It's worse than Gotta Kick It Up, which is a C plus. Jet Jackson at a C. I have it at a C. I have Jet Jackson at a C minus. Oops. Um, it's not... It's not as offensive as the D minus minus movies, so oh, it's no. not it's not Definitely a D minus minus, and it, so it's not it's not at that level. It's worse than Can of Worms. It's not a C plus. I have to decide if it's a C minus or a C. Yeah, I think, since I do have the first one at a B minus, I think I'm gonna stick with a C for this one. I'm probably also C gonna range. do a C because I just saw Rip Girls and I was like, "Ooh, Rip Girls has very similar feelings," but I think Rip Girls yeah. is worse. So our C range is 43 to 50. I have Rip Girls way too high. Because I saw that Rip Girls was above Twitches and I was like, really? Really me? Rip Girls is so boring. (laughs) Uh, I think I'd I'd still watch this one before Rip Girls. I might have to put this at a a 50 because I have Rip Girls at a 49. Yeah, I have Rip Girls way too high. And I can change that. Well, that's the thing is I was like, I have Rip Girls too high because I was like, I would watch Twitches before I watch this. Okay, let me see where else I have some some things. Twitches, I also have it at a 50 and I'm fine. Oh, with I have having, it at a 48. Yeah, I'm fine with having Twitches as the same as Jumping Shit. <sighs> Speaking of another boat movie, scrolling. the Sweet Life movie, which I have at a 45. This would be above Upside Down Magic and Brink, which is fine. See, I have Upside Down Magic at a 48. It's, I, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm happy with a 50 C for me, especially since I do have the first one in the B minus range already anyway. Why do I have so much stuff at a 48? I'm going to bump Rip Girls down because why did I even have it that high to begin with to a 45? Because I think Rip Girls is so boring. And I'm going to give this I'm going to give this a 47. Nice. Because then it's below Twitches. It's slightly below Upside Down Magic, which I do think I would maybe watch before this but i also think i'm probably gonna drop upside down magic to maybe the same level yeah i think i'd still watch this before upside down magic i think so too (laughs) so if i have to jump you know screw i'm just gonna jump upside down magic to a 46 the first season doesn't really count with what the numbers we gave it because we had no (laughs) idea yeah we had no idea what we were going to be comparing to yeah um Cool. So I did, I did a, you did 50, you said? 50, yep. 50, okay, cool. And I did a 47. Um, neat. Cool. Next week, we're watching a movie. We're watching <laughs> Ready to Run. What uh, is Ready to Run? I have no idea what this one is. Besides, it's probably about running, but no, never heard no, of it. I'm looking it up. What is it? I don't even care if I spoil anything for myself anymore. No, I need to actually... There's apparently a One Direction song. Ready to run. It's a horse one. How did I know? Oh, I should ask if my friend Steph, who has a horse, wants to do this one with us. Another horse one. You should. Yeah, but Horse Sense was like barely about horses. It was like It was like maybe 25% horse. Hey, the wild horses are what 
allowed them to keep their ranch. Right, so. and that's why I was being generous by saying 25%. Oh, no, this one's about horse racing. Oh, gosh, another death. Oh, no. <laughs> another dead dad? No! <laughs> oh, my gosh. We had so many dead moms, but we're overloading our last season with dead dads. Um, Ooh, okay, this is going to be an interesting uh, end to our rad dad, bad dad. <laughs> Yay! Um, (laughs) Cool. Uh, Okay. Hold on. I mixed up all my things. Um, Okay, so we're watching Ready to Run next week. Your Mm -hmm. decom mission for this week is to do something that gives your life meaning. Oh. That could be something very small. Yeah, like not like not like something that you think will other people want you to do to give it meaning no something that you personally think gives you meaning this could mean literally anything it could be like you cook yourself a nice meal you knit something you read a book you've wanted to read like just anything that you feel has enhanced your life in some way Mm -hmm. you could listen to all of our episodes back to back yeah that would give your life so much meaning hundreds of hours so much um i'm just gonna say since we're wrapping up our our lawrence brothers movies here just watch something with the Lawrence Brothers. Watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Watch Mrs. Doubtfire. It could be uh, Brotherly Love. It could be... What is Brotherly Love? World. I thought that was their show that they had. They had it? a show? Is Okay, hold on. No, I, no okay. I, I, you're right. Like I remember seeing that they had a show together, but now I'm like, I believe you, but I, it's now already evaporated from my brain despite us talking about it just a couple weeks ago. There's also... I'm pretty sure there were ads for it during... like. When Freaks and Geeks was on. Like, I never watched Brotherly Love. Freaks but and I Geeks was remember. way later. Because Andrew Lawrence was, like, six in Brotherly Love. He was, like, teeny baby. And Freaks and Geeks Brotherly was in 2000. Love. 1995, two seasons. Yeah, I guess yeah. this was. So maybe they were... I don't know. I remember seeing ads for it somehow. I mean, you. there's other shows you were probably watching. Oh, wait. When did... What is the when did what? I okay, so I have that like uh dangerous waters movie that I recorded off the TV, and I'd get old ads for that, and maybe that's what I was thinking of because that Incredible. one came out in the 90s. Incredible, yeah, so um, maybe that's where I saw it. But I never watched Brotherly Love, but I always wanted to, so maybe it? that will be what I go back and watch. I bet it's absolutely awful though. I bet it's trash, and I want to watch it, but it's probably not available anywhere, and I'm gonna check. It's... So I can let you all know. Um, let's see if it's streaming anywhere. I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Wait, hold on. It says the complete series is maybe on YouTube. Hold There's on. also something from 2015 that's called Brotherly Love. That's a movie, yeah. I saw that. But I don't want that. I want the show. Yeah, all of the episodes are broken up into parts but are on YouTube. Oh, God, this is probably the worst show you'll ever watch. Um, but yeah, you can watch that. You can watch uh, Boy Meets World. You can watch Blossom. You can watch... Uh, a- oh, also, one thing we forgot to mention. We said that Jason Dolly holds the current record for the most decoms. That is true, but he is tied with Andrew Lawrence, who also has four movies. Because Jason yes. Dolly oh. did um, Good Luck, Charlie, It's Christmas, uh, Read It Hatching and Weep, Pete. Hatching Pete, and Minutemen. And mm-hmm. Andrew Lawrence did uh, Horse Sense, Jumping Ship, uh, the other me and uh, going to the map, going to the mat. Um, so unless he surprises us in one of these other movies at the end, yeah, but maybe he will. The 
I almost, if it does turn out that it's just, you know, four and four, I want to give it to Jason Dolly because he didn't do any sequels. That's true. Yeah, he did. So, well, he's the true winner. Unless you consider the Good Luck Charlie. No, that's that's different. Okay. That's a, because, okay. it, yes, it's from a TV show, but it's not a sequel. Because not all Disney Channel shows got a movie. Because, like, that's Shake true. It Up didn't get a movie. I'm... I'm Casey fine Undercover with and Jason Dolly, the DCOM king. DCOM king. We should. Oh my gosh, we should do like superlatives at the end of our thing. Like oh god, DCOM king. If you want to make up superlatives, be my guest. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I will always just be bitter that my high school did superlatives and I didn't get voted like biggest video gamer. Wait, who got it? If not you, I feel like you were the biggest video gamer. Um, well, it was, it, of course, because this was, you know, 2011, it was gendered, so there was a, a boy and a girl. Oh, and, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm not going to say who the girl was, oh, but no, they played no. video games, <laughs> you can, like, as far as I know. You can I tell know. me later. Yeah, I don't think you know this person anyway. Um, Probably not. Whenever you talk about people from your grade, unless it's one of your, like, really close friends that you talk about a lot, I probably don't know them. Exactly. Nope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> nope. Like, I did all this video game stuff growing up. Like, I was very much, like, the gamer kid for so long, and I hung around with the other kids who were, like, video gamers for a while. That's not, that sounds like I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm saying the phrase video gamers, but I just hate the word gamer by itself. Yeah. And I didn't get it. And I am now a producer working in the video game industry, <laughs> so yep. I'll always be really bitter about that. But, and by really bitter, I mean, like, a ha-ha, you were wrong type of bitter. Yep, yep. Um, You showed them. Yeah, I did. You uh, found the thing that gives your life meaning, and you showed them. I don't think this is what gives my life meaning, well, but no. <laughs> I like what I do. Yes. Um. Cool. Well, on that note, we'll see you next week for Ready to Run. More horses. More horses. 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 Okay, okay. bye. Bye.